Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this short segment of the Crying Never Stops podcast. And before I start, I'd like to thank everyone who has supported us from day one, who has shared all of our social media posts, and all of all of the people that have subscribed to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. But uh, we will do uh, two segments recapping the first couple weeks in the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs. But this segment, we will do the NBA playoffs at first. So the week two of the NBA playoffs has already been done as tomorrow will be the last day of the week, which is Sunday, May 30, as it will uh, reach two weeks since the playoffs have started. But we want to start um, in the NBA as the first team already has been eliminated and it was between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat. And for the Miami Heat, it was a disappointing season for the Heat as they were the runners-up for the Eastern Conference last season, as they play against the Los Los Angeles Lakers in the NBA Finals. And yes, the Miami Heat finished the season on a 40-32 and record, but they were disappointing since the season started. And yes, Jimmy Bullitt didn't have the start that he wanted for the Heat this season, as he was uh, stuck with the COVID protocols and he catched COVID-19 as many Miami Heat players but he struggled from the get-go and yes they were they clinched the playoff spot as they were the sixth seed but they were supposed to be at least the top four seeds and they finished past the Knicks and the Hawks at the sixth spot and yes they put in the Milwaukee Bucks and yes before this past season, the Miami Heat always dominated Milwaukee. Even before, even the regular season, they always dominated the Bucks. But this season, the Bucks took their game to a new level. And I told you guys, if the Bucks are going to win against the Miami Heat, Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to need to change his game. And he did. He played better defensively. He passed the ball more. He grabbed more rebounds than he usually gets in the NBA playoffs. And that's why. And Drew Holiday had games of his life. Chris Middleton is shooting lights out. Brooke Lopez had a big game as well in game four. Like, everyone stepped up. Even they lost the Dante DiVincenzo. They still had a big game from Brian Forbes, who had 22 points off the bench and he was lights out ever since game three and Miami he did play a great game one overtime loss but since then since then the Miami he have struggled Jimmy Butler and Ben Adebayo have struggled also Tyler Hero Duncan Robinson and yes in game four Bam had a great mid-range game and yes Jimmy Butler had a triple double but you, that's not enough. You can't get 18 points and expect to win a deciding game four. As a Bucks will sweep the Miami Heat in a rematch of last year's uh, playoffs. 
So the Bucks will wait for the winner between the Brooklyn Nets and the Boston Celtics. And in that matchup, the Nets lead 2-1. Game 4 is tomorrow night in Boston. And as you know, Game 3, uh, Jason Tim had a 50-piece to go along with 6 boards and 7 assists. And Harden had a 40-piece as well. KD had a 30-piece. But the, the bad part about all this is Kyrie Irving only had 16 points. And you need more from Kyrie Irving, even if you're going to face a team without Jalen Brown. So that's it. And then the Sixers, they won also t- this afternoon in a score of 132 to 103. Each game has been a blow by the 76ers. Joel Embiid had a playoff career high of 36 points and 8 rebounds. He also had 2 assists and 3 steals. And he shot 14 for 18 from the floor. And also Danny Green had a uh, playoff high. 15 points on 5 for 9 for downtown. He only shot 3s. Curry came off the injured list and he scored 15 points to go along with 6 assists. Also, Tobias Harris, who was the X Factor of this matchup, and he had 20 points, 13 rebounds, and 5 assists. And Ben Simmons had a regular 14 points, 5 rebounds, and 9 assists. And Ben Simmons is shooting 82% from the floor in this matchup. And the bench for the Sixers didn't have double digits, but Mike Scott gave you six. Dwight Howard had 5.9 rebounds off the bench. Maxi had four points. Dybul had five points. Milton Courtmatz and George Hill had also 13 points combined, but they played because it was already a blow as the Sixers won by 29 points. For the Wizards, it just, yes, Westbrook had a triple tr- tr- and yes, Westbrook had his best shooting game in the first three games with 26 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists. Beal scored 25, but again, he's been sh- not shooting the ball in a good percentage, as again, he shot 10 for 26. The, the game before, he shot 10 for 30, and the first game, he shot 10 for 28 as well. And Beal shot one for you from three. And you're going to get more from Bradley Beal as he had 30 in consecutive games. And that streak was snapped. Raul Nito, who shot one for 12 from the floor and 0 for 6 from that down. But you need more just from the start. David Bertans had eight points in 31 minutes. You need more from the other guys. But now they're on a three nothing hole. And it's just, they just got to play for pride because there's no way that the Washington Wizards will win four straight against Philadelphia. Unless Beal goes off for 40-50. But I don't see, I don't see it down the road. As the Sixers will try to eliminate the Washington Wizards on, possibly on Monday night. The next uh, matchup that... I, will, I want to talk to you about is between the New York Knicks and the Atlanta Hawks. That series, it's 2-1 on the Hawks side. 
but the next the reason they're down to one is Mr. Julius Randall. And the reason that the Knicks are having a chance and they're not down three nothing is because Derrick Rose, who is shooting lights out, and I think he's playing better than he he ever played. And yes, he was coming coming off the bench, but Alfred Payne has struggled. Payne played five minutes in game two and played twenty three minutes in game one which gave Tom Thibodeau the decision to have Derrick Rose start, uh, to have quickly played Rose minutes and Alec Burks and have Peyton not playing. And he did not play last night. But the Knicks were down in, were down early and the game, the, the momentum that took over this game is the second quarter as the Hawks outscored the Knicks 29-13 to 13 in the third. As the Hawks won by 11, Randall shot 2 for 15. Yes, he had it alone, but he's shooting a career low under 38% from the floor. Derrick Rose had a game of his life, 13 for 21 from the floor with 30 piece. To go along with six boards and five assists. RJ Barrett did not have a great game in under 29 minutes. He only scored seven points. But you need more from all everyone because you can have a center starting and have four points. And yes, Noel is kind of injured, but I think they should bring back Noel starting and Gibson off the bench. Reggie Bullock had 11 points, but he was a no-factor as he shot 3 for 8 in under 40 minutes of play. Quickly only had 4 points on 2 for 8. Briggs shot 2 for 8. Like, you need more from the rest of the guys, but it just starts with Julius Randle. He needs to have a better game in Game 4, because if the Knicks do not win next game, they're going to go back to New York down 3-1. And yes, Trey Young is balling this. He had 21 points, 14 assists. Bogdanovich had an all-around game with his 8 rebounds. Capella had 12 rebounds. Collins, who's been quiet, had 14 points and 6 rebounds. Gonari was 4 for 4 from downtown. And Sweet Lou had 9 points off the bench. So I think Trey Young is going to continue doing what he's doing. But I think that the Knicks are going to try to trap him more and not let him get to his group. Because one train and gets that floater going and that uh, pump fake and the threes going, it will be game over for the New York Knicks. But I, I got my prediction, Knicks winning this. And I am still think that the Knicks will pull it off. But we need RJ Barrett to play better. Julius Randall as well. And Alfred Payne did not play, but he needs to prove that he can get that starting position back. Because Payne is expected to play more, to play and to play more minutes than he's been playing. Because they need something to get Julius Randall going because he is struggling really bad. So the next, uh, so let's go to the Western 
conference. So let's start. Well, the game that happened today between the Portland Trailblazers and the Denver Nuggets. So the Denver Nuggets um, struggled tonight as Jokic did not have a big game. In fact, nobody had a great game as the leader for the Nuggets was Pancudo Campazzo, who had 12 points and 7 assists. Yes, Aaron Gordon played 18, but it was a blowout from the get-go, and even from after the third, it was a blowout as a Portland Trailblazers won in the outcome of 20 points. Marco Porter Jr. had 3 points. Jokic had 16 points. It was a horrible game. Marcus Howard had shot 3 for 14 from the floor. But in this game, it wasn't about Denver. It was the offensive juggernaut that the Blazers had. And it's funny how it, their top star in Damon Lillard had only 10 points and 1 for 10 from the floor. He made one field goal in 31 minutes. But it was the McCollums who had 21 points, 4 boards, and 8 assists. It was the Nurkic who had a season high 17 points. It was Norman Powell who had a playoff career high in 29 points. And also Carmelo Anthony on his birthday. And you want to wish Carmelo a safe birthday. He had 12 points and 3 boards on 5 for 11 from the floor. But expect Dwight Howard. Uh, How expect Mr. Nikola Jokic and to have a better game, but you don't expect Willard to have another 1 for 10 game. It's going to be a great matchup as game, game 5 will return to Denver as the Poland Trailblazers got 1 and lost 1. And expect this matchup to go to 7 games. So the next, because it's now a series that 2 2. So the next matchup is between the Jazz and the Grizzlies. The Jazz have a 2 1 lead and they're coming off a huge win in Memphis. And it was a great game by both teams as it was a tight game with three minutes to go. But the, the Grizzlies couldn't score for over two minutes as, a Grizzly, as the Jazz went on on a 12 nothing run to end the fourth Conley had 27 points six boards and eight assists and John Morant also has been surprising everyone he had 28 points and seven assists so the next matchups is between the Phoenix Suns and the Los Angeles Lakers the Lakers lead 2-1 in that matchup again four is tomorrow night at 3 30 eastern time on A, B, C. And expect LeBron James to have the game of his life because AD is kind of injured and he's expected to play, but he's on the injured list, but he is expected to play. And Devin, Bo- Devin Booker needs to have a better game than 4 for 16 from the floor and getting ejected and only scoring 19 points in a must-win situation. And Chris Paul has not hit double digits in points, has not hit double digit in rebounds or assists. He's been injured and Chris Paul 
has a history of being injured in the playoffs, but I think Chris Paul needs to man up and play the game he's been playing in his whole career and the game he's been playing the Suns is why the reasons the Suns were second in the Western Conference. But I expect LeBron and AD to keep going. But I think the Lakers need to have trust in Montrez Harrell because he hasn't been used at all. And Kuzma just got to get his three-point shooting going and got to get rebounds and play defense. And like everyone to play the role, even Dennis Schroeder, who's been balling for the Lakers in the first three games. But I expect the Suns to have a better performance. But the Lakers are still winning this match. Next, uh, we also forgot. No, we talking about the Nets and Celtics. But the, the Nets and Celtics game four will be tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern time on TNT in Boston at the TD Garden. And yes, the Celtics are without Jalen Brown. But I expect Kyrie Irving to have a better game than he had last game. In his first trip to Boston since he left the Celtics. And then uh, the last uh, matchup we want to talk about. It's between the LA Clippers and the Dallas Mavericks. The Mavericks are coming off a loss at home. They're up 2-1. Expect Doncic to play. And he's expected to maybe not play. But there's no way Doncic is going to miss this key game. Because you know what happened last year in the bubble. Mm-hmm. But I still got Mavericks beating the Clippers. The Clippers still don't have that playoff beast in them. But guys, thanks for tuning in to this short uh, week two recap of the NBA playoffs. Make sure to tune in to our next segment as we will debate the first couple weeks of the NHL playoffs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.